Hello there. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the seven lies I used to tell myself about self-performance. Yeah, I used to get it really wrong. I was not great at my own performance or productivity, but things have changed significantly over the last 10 or 12 years or a little bit more. And that's what I want to discuss in this episode. Those lies I used to tell myself. Let's get into it. Welcome to the SPS podcast, the self-performance strategies podcast, unlocking the secrets to success and unlocking the secrets to self-performance so you can improve mentally, emotionally, and physically. The SPS podcast is brought to you by the Pro Accelerator program, helping business owners and business leaders save at least 10 working hours a week, improve their focus, and make more money. If that sounds like something you're interested in, check out the show notes and follow the links. But let's now jump in to this episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are in episode 46 of the SPS podcast of the Self Performance Strategies podcast. Thank you very much for joining me. In this episode, as I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about the seven lies that I used to tell myself with self-performance because... When I learned the skill of performance, of productivity, or how I like to put it, of self-performance, it it changed my life. It has dramatically changed my life. It helped me get promotions, six-figure roles and sales, and then the corporate environment. And also now, two years into an entrepreneurial journey, it has really helped me to understand the fundamentals and the basics and the foundations of self-performance. But when I was younger, in my 20s, maybe even in my early 30s, I was a little arrogant and thought I could bulldoze my way to success or I thought I could just do things my way without actually learning the way to do it. I didn't know the rules so I I just made them up and I made up my own rules and they were stupid. They were not great rules. They were just silly little ideas that I thought I could use. So I used to tell myself these sort of seven lies or these seven rules or these seven ideas or concepts and I, and I, got, I got it wrong a lot and we're going to be using that word wrong a lot in this episode in the 46th episode of the SPS podcast but but before we start before we start as always I need to frame the conversation with a quote and this one comes from one of my favorite authors fiction and non-fiction authors and that is Stephen Pressfield he's written a number of fantastic fiction books that you may enjoy reading. And then he's written a number of non-fiction books around how to be become a better writer and how to become more professional in your life. And this quote comes from probably his cornerstone or his flagship book, The War of Art. And in that book, he said, most of us have two lives. The life we live and the unlived life within us. Between the two stands resistance. I really enjoy this concept from Stephen Pressfield because I, 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 to my core, believe it. There is a life that we are currently living and then there's the unfulfilled life of our potential that we know we should be living or we can see it and we want to be that version of ourselves more often. And I wanted to be more successful when I was younger. I, I wanted to be as good as the other performers around me, but I didn't go and learn the basics. I just went and bulldozed my way towards what I thought would work. And I got it very wrong. So in my life, referring back to the quote by Stephen Pressfield, 
my resistance was my weird lack of strategy to actually go and learn the basics, to actually sit down and read the books, do the courses, speak to people, be coached, be mentored, or, or listen to other successful people. I thought, oh, I, I can do it all on my own. I don't need to listen to people. And that is what I would call dumb shit, extreme dumb shit. So let's get into these seven mistakes I made or these seven lies I told myself. So one of the first lies I had framed in my mind around what successful people do and how you become successful and how you get to the top is you needed to work 12 hour days. You needed to hustle 24 seven. And I did this early on in my sales career. I worked long hours, went in early, went home late, and just thought if I stay in and around that job long enough, I will become successful and I will get promoted. And, and it worked to, to a certain extent, but it led to burnout. So I was wrong. I was wrong. You do not need to work 12 hours. Performance is about the results you deliver, not the time spent working. It's a key lesson that I've learned over the years. Pretty obvious if you're listening to this, but it's not obvious to all people. All your tasks should be broken down into milestones and have deadlines. And you should only really work on your high cognitive deep work. You should already plan that for about four to six hours of your day because you only have the brain power to do that deep, technical, complex work for that length of time. If you hear people who are like, oh, I'm a lawyer and I work 12 hour days. Yeah, you do. Okay, that's great. But you're not working on deep, complex, super deep, high cognitive work for 12 hours, unless you're on Adderall, maybe you can, <laughs> but you're not, you just don't, it's scientifically impossible to do deep, complex focus work for more than four to six hours, because science, science bro, science told us, you need to go and have breaks, but we also each day, we only have a certain amount of fuel that we can use. So when you hear people saying they work 12, 13, 14 hour days, yeah, they are at work for that length of time, but the quality of their work is probably that shallow, low cognitive, busy work, administration work. They're doing a lot more of that than actually this deep, complex, super work, because you can't do that deep, complex, super work all day long, physically, mentally, emotionally impossible. So that's the first mistake I made, thinking that the way to success or the first lie I told myself that the way to success, success, if I can say success, the way to success is to work 12 hour days. I was wrong. I was so wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Okay. The next one, I needed to check my notifications. I needed to stay tapped into Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, email. And when I worked in sales, this was another mistake I made. And I made this mistake on early working as a solopreneur working as somebody who was on social media and I was wrong. I was wrong, 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 wrong again. Uh -uh. Survey says uh -uh. wrong. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram notifications are not important. Your email notifications is not important. To get that deep work done, to get into that four to six hours of deep work that I was talking about in the first example, you need to avoid checking your phone. You need to avoid email. You need to avoid social media. And if you are on social media, if you are checking your email, give yourself a five to 10 minute break before you actually start your work. Go for a quick walk around your, around your building and meditate for a few minutes. Do some box breathing. Go and have a glass of water. Take a piss. Go to the toilet. Whatever it is for you, <laughs> go take a break. Why? Because it works. Because giving yourself a little bit of a break between putting down your phone and closing your email before you go into the deep work just helps reset you. They say that it takes a little bit of time for you to reset your mind. 
uh, before you can really get into deep work again. And we'll talk about that in the next example. So the second lies, I, the second lie, sorry, I used to tell myself is I needed to check my notifications to be successful. Wrong, 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 wrong. Self-performance mistake, wrong. You do not need to be anywhere near <laughs> your notifications. The third lie I told myself, and I used to be proud of this one. I used to tell people this was something I was good at. In fact, I think I even mentioned it in job interviews for certain leadership positions where I would say, I'm good at multitasking. Oh my God. I can't believe I just said that out loud. I'm good at multitasking. What an idiot from the back. What an idiot. I, it's impossible to multitask. As we know, it's called switch tasking. You can't do two things at once. Yes, you can stack tasks. Yes, you can drive a car and listen to an audiobook, go for a walk, listen to an audiobook. You can do your washing, have your dishwasher on and your clothes in a washing machine for an hour while you do work. You can stack a mundane task with a, a basic task, but you cannot do two high cognitive deep work tasks at the same time absolutely impossible. Wrong, wrong, wrong. I was wrong. You cannot multitask. You're, 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 you're not good at multitasking. Multitasking does not exist. When you switch tasks, it also takes up to 15 minutes to get back into the flow. Going back to the example I talked about earlier, when you are on your email or you are using your phone, you're going to give yourself a little bit of a break because it's going to take you 10 to 15 minutes of getting back into that work of removing the, the noise of social media, of the noise of the other task that you were doing, the noise of bullshit around you, for you to actually get back into the flow of things. And after spending 15 years working in sales in the corporate environment, I can tell you, quite honestly, I think 95% or above people spend their days not getting in the flow. They spend their days reacting like a pinball. That's just life. If you're a business owner right now, a solopreneur, freelancer listening to this, and you're spending your day every 30 minutes switching to a different task or every 20 minutes switching to a different task, I can tell you right now, you're never getting into flow. You, you don't know what flow is. And you might say to me right now, no, no, Steve, I get into flow. I get, I get my big tasks done each day. But if you're going from one thing to another within an hour period or within a 40 minute period, you're not really getting into flow. Flow is something that lasts for like maybe minimum 30 minutes up to like 90 to 120 plus minutes. You're just in it. You're just in it. It's almost like the length of a movie. That is flow when you disappear for an hour and a half into something. And I can tell you most people, even entrepreneurs all the way under corporate workers, do not get into that on a daily basis. So if you're listening to this, please stop multitasking and start trying to tap into more flow. It will help you immensely. Now, the fourth lie I used to tell myself, and I used to again be proud about this when I was in sales, I'm, I'm been much, much better at it when I worked in corporate and also as, a, as an entrepreneur. But when I was working in sales and I was working those long days, I always say to myself, oh, I'm unique, I'm different, I can work well tired. Wrong, no you can't, no I can't, no I didn't. I made more mistakes, I, I made silly mistakes, my work wasn't at the level that it should have been. I was wrong, wrong, wrong again. <laughs> Another lie I told myself, you know, you might feel like you're doing the work, but your output's going to be garbage. It is. Well, mine was garbage. Everybody's is garbage when you're tired. Often you'll have to redo the work or you'll have to fix mistakes. Burnout is real. 100% burnout is real. It's no joke. It's no fucking joke. We're not joking around here. Burnout for entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, high-level leaders, it's real. You've got to be careful. You do not work well tired. When you feel your productivity and performance drop, stop. Go have a break. End your day. Go for a walk. Go work out. Do something. Take a break and recharge. 
do yourself a favor. Never say to yourself, never say to yourself, oh, I can work well tired because it is a biggest pile of bullshit, dumb shit crap you can say to yourself. You're wrong if you think that. Okay, because I was as well. <laughs> okay, so the fifth one, the fifth lie I used to tell myself was I would do my urgent tasks first because I thought, oh, if it's urgent, if I have to get back to this customer urgently or, or I have to go and do this task urgently or this needs my urgent attention, that's what I should be doing first. That's how I should prioritize my, pro my, my productivity. Wrong, wrong, wrong again because then you just spend your whole day reacting to bullshit, putting out fires, putting urgent in front of important. When your tasks are not set out properly, you'll do this. You'll end up putting urgent in front of important because you haven't actually prioritized your work properly. Your tasks are only urgent because you never prioritize them and they end up becoming something you've got to react to quickly. Urgent tasks also are really important. If you actually were to be brutally honest with yourself and look at all the urgent tasks you're currently doing, you're reacting to phone calls, you're reacting to text messages, you're reacting to uh, somebody coming into your office, or you're reacting to something happening in social media. It's not really that important. It only seems important in the moment. Now, obviously, there are urgent things that do pop up, like uh, you're losing a big account and you have to speak to a, a customer or a client and, uh, on the phone and they, they want to speak to you straight away. Of course, that's urgent, but most other things are not. Majority of things are not. That's why you should always start your days with the important work, the high dollar and the high value stuff that fuels you as a person, but then also fuels your business. Then you have the rest of your day to do your quote unquote air quoting right now, urgent tasks. So put yourself and put your business and those important tasks first, because I got that wrong. That was really wrong. I, it really messed me up in, in sales. Obviously, I'd got over it by the time I got into corporate. And then as, as an entrepreneur, I, I've kind of felt it a few times, you know, slipping into reacting to things during the day, especially on social media, but I'm much, much better at it. So remember, don't do your urgent tasks first because that's wrong. Do your important stuff first. Key, okay, you got that? Key, key one to remember. Okay, the sixth lie I used to tell myself about certain things, especially my health at a certain point, especially some other work that I was doing, maybe some other pillars uh, around uh, bigger tasks or or whatever I was doing at, the, at this stage in my life, I had this excuse would come up quite a lot. I don't have time. Oh, I, I don't have time to do that. Oh, I don't have time to do that. Oh, I I'm busy right now. Wrong, wrong, wrong. That is a mindset. It's complete bullshit. Your prioritization's wrong. If you haven't got time, you're focusing on too many things. You have too many open loops. You have too many urgent in front of important. You do have time. You do have time. That that for the important things in your life, for the high value and the high dollar things in your life, for your health, your wealth, and your relationship, you do have time. You just have a calendar full of pointless, low value, busy work, bullshit, dumb shit tasks. If you want to be productive, you have to manage your energy and your time. Energy first, then time. And you do that by making sure you put the right tasks first in your day. You, you do that by making sure you put you first, your sleep first, your health first, your diet first, your exercise first. You put your high dollar stuff first in your business each day. That's how you look after your energy. That's how you look after your time. Then you can actually go and do all the other dumb shit that you want to do later in the day. So set the, set the essential tasks in your calendar and build your schedule around them and you will find time for all the important things and you will stop saying you're busy because you're going to feel like you're crushing it because you're hitting all your big levers. 
Still with me? Still with me? Okay, we're on the seventh one, the final one. And this is a big one for me because I definitely fell into this trap early on. And it's almost one of those traps that you have to fall into when you're growing yourself and your business. You have to love saying yes, but, but, and here's the big, the big but, and I do like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> There's a certain point where saying yes is a defense mechanism. And that's what I got wrong, especially early on in my sales career. I love the, the feeling of feeling important. I fell in love with being the center of attention, the guy who said yes, the leader who took on way more than he could, the person who saw himself as the savior. Like, I'm gonna work more hours than everybody else and I'm gonna take on all these responsibilities and I'm gonna say yes to everything because I'm gonna dominate, I'm gonna win, I'm gonna get that promotion, I'm gonna make more money and I'm going to be fantastic. And I said yes. Yes, 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 yes. And then I was wrong because I fucked up. Excuse the language, but we're getting real here. I fucked up because I took on too much. I subconsciously or consciously wanted to feel important. And then I overwhelmed myself by taking on too much. And then I, it, it led me to burnout. And then it ruined my opportunities because I went from being a reliable person who will say yes and jump in and do things to being the guy who took on too much and then things collapsed around him. My mood got you know got worse. I, I wasn't as effective and because I put way too much on my plate. And you know, in a certain situation, at a certain point in my sales career, people weren't coming in to save me. They weren't like reaching into the into the pond of my despair and be like, here's a hand because I was in a competitive sales environment, so there's other managers around me, and they love seeing me flounder, 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 drawing, let's just say drawing. <laughs> they love seeing me drawing, because I had said yes to opportunities that they also wanted, but I got in there first. I, I put my foot in the door, I, I bulldozed my way in, you know, it was like I said at the start of the podcast, I thought I could bulldoze my way to success, and it came up and bit me in the ass. It, it dragged me under, so I, stop it. If you're saying yes all the time and you already have a successful business, if you're already making healthy five figures, healthy six figures and beyond, stop saying yes to lots of things because you either have a subconscious need to feel wanted, to feel important, or you just have an emotional problem where you just can't say no to things because you haven't called out your high value and your high dollar activities. You haven't called out what you want or on top of that, you've got to a certain point in your business where success has created opportunity. And because you haven't called out where you want to go in six months or 18 months or, or, or three years, you're just saying yes to all these different ideas and you're building bridges to places that you don't want to go and you're burnt out and you're stretched thin. And that's what happens to a lot of the clients that I work with. They've, they've opened up too many open loops. They've opened up too many ideas and then they're just stretched thin and then what we need to start doing then is start closing them and, and, and reducing the amount of work we're doing and really focusing on the core high dollar and high value things that are important to us, the things that really matter to us, to our health, our relationships, our business, but they get back to those basic, those fundamentals and we have to be truthful with ourselves because as we know, all progress starts with the truth. That was the 46th episode of the SPS podcast. And those were the seven lies I used to tell myself about self-performance. I don't tell those, those lies anymore to myself. And I call them out when I see clients and people around me lying to themselves. 
in those seven areas. So if you want to get more done in less time, if you want to grow as a solopreneur, as a business owner, as a business leader, stop telling yourself any of those lies and you will be successful. Thank you very much for joining me. If you want to hit me up on my socials, at Steve Timoney on Twitter, that's where I hang out most of the day, at S-T-E-V-E-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y. Send me a DM and let me know what you think of the podcast. Also, you can slide on over to my website, and that's stephentimoney.com, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y.com. And you can check out all the other episodes of my podcast. You can check out my newsletter and you can check out the pro accelerator program where i work one-on-one where i partner with uh, other business owners and solopreneurs and business leaders to help them do less dumb shit make more money and basically improve their lives and maximize their potential thank you very much for joining me i really do appreciate you and we'll see you in the next one make it a good one